proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever to Crunching Gears, Let's Talk Rallying, episode, well it should be 13, but I think for the true rally fan we'll call it episode 12B, and <laughs> uh, this week's episode we catch up with uh, Josh Moffat, Sam Moffat, Darren Gass at the finish run in Monaghan at the weekend, I also caught up with uh, Damien Turish, we a wee bit of an in-depth conversation with him, Desi Keenan, uh, Mikey Galvin and Colin O'Donoghue. Uh, so another jam-packed show, and also delighted to welcome along Connor Edwards. Connor, you're very welcome along. Connor is a, a photo, photographer, sorry, for various motorsport publications. Kevin, lovely to be back again. Sorry I missed last week, but uh, it was a great show. Yourself and Adam, I enjoyed listening to it. Excellent, excellent. So this week we're going to review Croatia, uh, Monaghan, and then also the uh, first round of the BRC, the Clacton Rally. And also then look forward to the Rally of the Lakes on this weekend. But suppose WRC Croatia, horrendous weather conditions. It looked terrible, didn't it, Connor? It looked absolutely awful. And to hear so many of the, the, the Rally 1 drivers complain, or, or not even complain, but to describe the event and the conditions is tricky. Um, you know, between the combination of the asphalt that is in Croatia with the constantly changing surfaces, the bumpy roads and then add on to that the greasy conditions mm-hmm. and mud that was being flung out onto the stages you know when you when you had drivers putting on wets not because the roads were soaking but because the roads were covered in mud yeah. uh, you know said it all really about how, how difficult that rally was yeah and then the hard edges on the road as well caused a lot of punctures as well that seemed to be like it seemed to go from tar onto a very hard edge, then onto the, the grass or the stone or whatever at the side, then too. And that obviously caused a lot of uh, trouble as well. Certainly did. And, and, and more so for the wet weather tires, you know, the, yeah. more the, than, than the inters or the slicks. Um, like if you look on day one, Gus Greensmith had five punctures. Mm-hmm. Pierre had three punctures. In two and, stages, not put them out. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yet Evans and Lappy in the Toyota both having double punctures. Mm-hmm. So really, the, you know, the, the, there's certainly a question mark over the, 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 the quality of the wet weather tire that Pirelli produced. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, and, you know, again, we're going down to this, you know, should cars be run with one spare wheel or two, you know, like yeah. it's a sad state of affairs. Never somebody gets a double puncture and that puts them out for the day too at the same time. Or puts them on the back foot then for the rest of the day and things, you know. So, absolutely, and, and you know we we've seen in the past, particularly Hyundai, they they have a tire strategy where they were on light with one or no spare, 
Mm-hmm. So it's a huge gamble in conditions like there was in Croatia to, to, to maybe take that risk of mm-hmm. being 20 kilos or 40 kilos lighter in the car by, by not having your spares with you. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we must talk about performances on the stages. This uh, Roven Perriman, he's starting to fill lobes and OJ's shoes very capably. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, look, look back, not exactly this time last year, but, you know, Croatia, the first time it was run, he didn't even get to the end of stage one. He was off. He was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet look at, you know, he came here without the experience really of competing on the event. Mm-hmm. Horrendous conditions. And we saw, you know, between, you know, tor- torrential downpours of rain as well as the muck and all the rest of it. And still, Joe, he pretty yeah. much led bar a couple of stages where um, Tanik got ahead. He, he pretty much led the event from yeah. the start to finish. Like, uh-huh. It was a master class from him. It really was, it really was. And like the fog and all, like they had to cancel one of the stages because the conditions of the fog and all, you know, you know, that's more like Irish conditions nearly than what you expect from the likes of Croatia. Um, but, you know, and that almost, like you could, you can't even say, it's not even fair to say he almost threw it away because he didn't. It was the, the conditions and the tyres and everything, you know, leading every stage up to the penultimate stage, but then coming out and putting it all on the line in the power stage, fastest time, uh, rally won and like we still this guy's still only what is he 22 years age unbelievable exactly yeah 22 that's his fourth WRC win and as you say you know think of all the pressure sitting on his shoulders mm-hmm. on on the start line of that final stage Tanak had just moved ahead of him and he put everything on the line a nice clean run in you know tricky conditions and he beat Tanak by 5.6 seconds yeah stage you know it was mm-hmm. incredible and, and the two of them were like I think six or seven seconds quicker than everybody else as well too. Yeah. You know, so like the two of them were on the limit. It's unbelievable, fantastic to see. Absolutely, and and again, you know, okay, you certainly Cali deserves all the credit, but you know, looking at Hyundai, this seems to be the the, the start of them clawing back, you know, into the championship again. Yeah, absolutely, Monte Carlo, they were nowhere, you know, so it's, it's yeah. fantastic to see them. You know, and we talked about Monte Carlo like conditions that they have fought back and got the, the ship right at the game to look at things. Absolutely. And good to see Tanak back on form again and looking comfortable in the mm-hmm. car and enjoying, you know, the rallying despite, you know, the, the, the conditions they were in. And Bill, like, I don't know what didn't go wrong. <laughs> and he still, you know, pulled out third place, podium finish at the end. And my God, he didn't give up. And when you watch that piece of footage, of himself and Martin pushing that car, mm-hmm. the time control after, you know, the guts of a kilometre, yeah. they were exhausted. Like when you see them lying, you know, particularly Martin was lying on his back on the road, mm-hmm. they were knackered. And yet, you know, they dug deep and they give it everything for that yeah. event. And even on the, like, the power stage, they're always going for points or whatever, almost rolling as well and, and still taking that podium finish. Unbelievable, really, wasn't it? You know? yeah. So, mm. yeah, it certainly was. It was a rally full of drama, full of action right from the get-go, you know, stage mm-hmm. one. Punctures. Gus Greensmith nearly, you know, having an embarrassing role. Mm-hmm. Uh, not completely his fault. A mixture yeah. of acting and slippy surface, and you know, just it didn't, you know, it, it you know, didn't disappoint from a spectator point yeah, of view. Absolutely, absolutely. And our own Craig Breen and Paul Nagel uh, come away with a, a strong fourth place finish, and that lifts them up to third place in the championship. You know, like we can't downplay that again. You know, like you know, he kept his nose clean. And like the pressure was on right from the start with um, Formo going off, like so he had to have a, a clean rally, bring the car home, 
you know, manufacturer points, all them things weigh heavy on them too, I'm sure. And to, you know, to keep his head and all, you know, for all around, all that madness going on all around him, it's fourth, still a very strong result. That's an extremely strong result. And, you know, softly, softly catchy monkey, you know, mm-hmm. typical Nagel approach. They go in, they get themselves up, get themselves comfortable. They work and chip away at it. You know, they don't put anything on the line. Mm-hmm. I think it went off um, where he lost about a minute. And that was due to basically the car was sliding off and the choice of hitting the curb or avoiding the curb, he avoided the curve and then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, went off the road just briefly. But part of that, everything, a fairly clean run. And, you know, fair play, Jimmy, gave Nagel the credit for keeping him steady through the fog as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And Evans, fifth. Evans is not having the best of years. Well, we kind of mm-hmm. thought he was going to step up now and fill Logie's shoes. Uh, but that's Rovan Perez taking that role on. He seems to be the man that's pushed himself forward. Absolutely has been, yeah. I think we all expected that Evans, you know, considering where Evans has done since he got into Toyota, he's mm-hmm. been a very good performer and, you know, there are thereabouts, you know, with OJ and, you know, mm-hmm. leading at certain points during the championship. But yeah, it's Cali seems to be the man who's, who's you know, really come to the fore. And so it's mm-hmm. been tough on, on Evans. He hasn't had the luck on his side. Yeah, and, you know, the issue with the punctures have really destroyed his run for him in Croatia. You know, at one point, what were they in fifteenth place or something overall mm-hmm. to claw their way back? So you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, and then Takabuto and our own Aaron Johnson then a, a strong sixth, and mm-hmm. that that leaves them sixth in the championship. Another great run, and uh, you know, keep, keeps racking up the miles. You know, fairly steady run, no major dramas, no too fantastic to see there as well. It, it was great to see actually no dramas, and considering again, you know, the, the tough conditions because. I suppose it's taken a while for that relationship to cement between Aaron and, and Takamoto. And, you know, as, as fans and, and, and supporting one of our own, we want to make sure and see that it works. And mm-hmm. also see that there wasn't any issues there. There was nothing there to, you know, put pressure on that relationship. Yeah. And it was got a solid result. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, your heart has to go out to that way, you know, um, clipping that. Like, it looked like an innocent enough clip like, and bust the wheel in the first stage. But come back and set some competitive times. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, you know, in the, the, the events he does. Um, I can see him scoring podiums, you know, who he better luck when he said he could get one as well before the year's out. Absolutely. Well, look, he, he came to Croatia with no experience competing on the event. Mm-hmm. A part-time driver, so he's not getting the mileage under his belt either mm-hmm. or the full testing. Um, so I, you know, I was unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. he was they won, but the, the the stage wins and the stage times that he clocked up then after that on Saturday were, you know, it was a outstanding drive. Like, yeah, he, he kind of got badly overlooked because the battle at the front was so mm-hmm. between Rovan Pair and uh, Anak. But um, certainly, yeah, Lappy, you know, it's definitely a star of the rally. Absolutely, absolutely. And you had mentioned earlier there was, I think, was it three or four WRC two cars in the top ten as well? You know, so uh, you know maybe the maybe the less power maybe played to their advantage as well. It's hard to know just then to that. Yeah, certainly, it was a surprise to see the number of of, of what do you call mm-hmm. it two cars in the top ten. Um, but yeah, I think a mixture of the conditions and the road surfaces and, mm-hmm. and stuff, just having that little bit less power probably did you know help mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, and then you know, well, I must don't forget about our own uh, guys in the JWRC, John Armstrong and Walt Creighton. Like, probably not their best events, but still, you know, both of them come away with strong times. You know, points in the, the bag. You know, 
come the end of the season, you know, they might be delighted with them points to have them. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was tough on the two of them again. You know, William was out on the first day, mm-hmm. uh, and John again struggling had issues. Um, but like at the end of the day, John is you know joint leader of the JWRC Championship. So whilst it wasn't his best rally so far, certainly you know he he's come out of it okay. Yeah, uh, that, you know we have to take the positives from it. So you know uh, I think we'll, we'll wrap that up there in Croatia. Like also there at the weekend we had Monaghan. And, you know, talk about <laughs> kind of Mediterranean weather conditions. I think we've seen them in one of them at the weekend, you know. Uh, dry, warm, sun, um, you know, and the Monaghan Grand Prix. What a recipe. And, you know, the guys were given the, all the ingredients and by God, did they produce fantastic rally. Um, I caught up with the top three at the, the finish lamp. Um, so let's hear what Josh Moffat, Sam Moffat and Darren Gass had to say. Josh Moffat, 2022 Monaghan Stages Rally winner. Yeah. Sounds good again? It definitely does. It's, it's been a while for me, so it has. Mm-hmm. Funny, the last time uh, the last time I won it, I also had Jason McKenna, so that, that's twice. But this is now the third time me and Jason have won the rally together. And mm-hmm. I suppose Jason hasn't sat with me in like nearly six years. So He's your good luck charm. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be, seems to be. Keith's listening in the background there. He's never getting worried too. <laughs> And that, that uh, leaves you in a strong position now in the national championship. Three starts, three ones. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, no, really, really just enjoyed the day. Now Sam was keeping us on our toes all day, so mm-hmm. we just kept the push on. And I like you enjoy that. Like it's better. That one means more to you than no, just like, staying yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing worse going home with. It's a somewhat easy win. Like we, we had to work hard for it today. So mm-hmm. and then Killarney next weekend. Just mad to get back out again and onto the. Yeah, it'd be, nice, it'd be nice to get a bit of a break, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll have to head down there. And, yeah, we'll get a bit of a break maybe after that, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, Killarney goes well first as well. Aye, we gave him a good run now. I know his pace was going to be hot, and uh, I knew it wouldn't match him on the first day, but I kind of thought we'd come back at him, but every time I got quicker, he just got quicker too, so uh, no fair play on now. It was a good race. I think we've been on a good show for everything now. It was tight going now, in my, in my eyes, anyway. <laughs> And like, you know, back into the world car again. Is it good to be back in four-wheel drive or would you prefer to just jump into the start again? Oh, look at driving's driving. You enjoy driving anything you get your hands on. So, uh, look at ring your neck or whatever you can get and you'll be happy, happy, happy day out. So, no, happy to be back in the world car, surely. Um, yeah, we'll see. No real plans to get out again or probably going to take the start out next. We'll see what happens. Just see it. take it as it goes. Take it as it goes, see enough time and see how everything goes, yeah. Been off, good day out now, good weather, good stages and two boys in front of me are in different leagues. Yeah, they like, they were corny scorching up the stages. Oh, I would see, when you have four started, someday we might get in there. Yeah. <laughs> but good battle with Robert Barable. Aye, yeah, yeah. Correct mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and that keep your championship, you'll continue on now to the next round. Carlo in there? Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing the, the own stages, is it? Oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Keeps the keep the two in it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Stick at it now. It starts. Uh-huh. Uh, That's great. Happy enough. Uh-huh. So that was Josh Moffat, Sam Moffat, and Darren Gas. Um, like as I was saying before, like fascinating battle. Connor, you were keeping tabs on it online. I was, yeah. Um, what do you call it? I was certainly keeping an eye on it. Uh, just it was great to to kind of see the results coming in and follow Twitter and the comments and stuff. And again. Just, you know, typical Moffat brothers, you know, on the home territory, ran away with it. Like, you know, Josh beat Sam by um, around 12 seconds. And yet the two of them were over a minute ahead of, of you know, Darren Gass, who's no slow man either. Mm-hmm. So, 
Mm-hmm. Like they really were on the door handles at times, you know, right uh-huh. on. Like it's an amazing, like, you know, two brothers, the way they push each other to the absolute limit, you know. And back at the rump, um, Sam was getting interviewed and like, he commented, you know, the fact that that was three all now in ones, you know, so they're already stoking up the fire for, well, I don't think they're only runs now in 2023, but 2024. Like, so, <laughs> you know, the jiving started already. <laughs> With the greatest respect to the two of them and to their fellow competitors, I don't think their fellow competitors really, you know, <laughs> they don't like, figure. Like it's just purely between, yeah, it's purely between, you know, Josh and Sam and everybody else is, you know, uh, <laughs> not as important. And I, and I mean uh-huh. that in a possible way. Yeah, uh-huh. and like you know, Darren Gas and Robert Barbell had their own battle there too. Like they were looking for championship points and things too. Um, Absolutely, it was very little between the two of them, and it was yeah. great to get back out again. And you know, you you have to say, look, if he had a bit more seat time under him, uh, you know, where would he be in that mm-hmm. pole? Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of the cars to have at the moment. Yeah, and like you know, we can, you know, we're saying the polo was the car to have. You know, that's high under keeps one. <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what can we say we haven't already said about Josh? Unbelievable, you know, this guy, this season is just on fire. Brilliant to see. Sam yeah. stepping back into like four-wheel drive. Um, you know, again, looked comfortable. He thought he thought himself maybe after the first look if he was somewhere close to Josh, he'd be able to push on. He, he pushed on and still, you know, Josh had still all the, all the answers. Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Brilliant to see, brilliant to see. And also, you know, we have to, Monaghan is another one of those modified trophies that they all want to win. And I had the opportunity then to catch up with uh, Damien Turish and Desi Keenan. Um, so let's hear from them too now and see what they have to say. Oh, delighted. Hey, uh, delighted now with it. It went very well. Hey, and uh, I had to go to Monaghan. And, and I suppose it's been a while since we're out too. And uh, the nerves now, I was nervous enough now heading under it, but... Uh, no, grand, hey, but settled in and uh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and like Monaghan's like, almost second to Donegal, it's the one the one title you want, that's the one trophy that looks good in the, the sideboard? Oh, no, it's nice to have it now, it's nice, especially uh, there are a lot of drivers come to Donegal and, and there's one, I suppose, won the national in Donegal and it's nice to go up there and, and race too, but uh, hi, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. And does this this result then at the weekend give you a good confidence now for the rest of the year? Ah, uh, hey, it's a massive help. I suppose when you're not doing much rallying, and, and to get a run like that, it, it helps the confidence, and I suppose it leads on. So uh, definitely, definitely does, yeah. Yeah, and like the, you know, the the dry tar and everything, it's just ideal for getting the setup tweaked as well. As I would say. Ah, oh, that's for sure. We know a lot of changes in the car, I suppose, and and. Uh, to get that wee chance was good, you know. So, no, the car worked really well now, and uh, mm-hmm. definitely, I suppose, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So, um, between engines and rebuilds, and the car was fabricated, and another lot of stuff going on. So, no, mm-hmm. definitely is there. Yeah, and like uh, you just mentioned, that, you know, the fabrication there, like Synergy Motorsport, uh, Rodney Stewart done a great job, and I think it's like a, a complete rebuild of the car for you. That's right. Uh, back maybe the end, I think it was the end of 19, we stripped the car down to a bare shell and Rodney's took it on there. So uh, oh, I've done a great job. Though, hey. it's, it's a real modern car now hey, and uh, a lot stronger and safer. So uh, no, definitely first class job. Now. 
Excellent, excellent. And then, you know, yeah, the latest engine now from KJP as well. Big difference in the, the, the car, the previous engine and the new engine. Oh, there is. Uh, it's, uh, it's a real buzz driving it, just it raves and raves and it, it just keeps going. So uh, uh-huh. you just, that's uh, a real going thing, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say you're getting great pleasure out of being it go. <laughs> Oh, it was nice. Hey, that was that's the first time I actually got that's the first rally and we did do a bit of a test read, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. you did feel the difference in the test, you know, but I really took the rally to they, they notice it, you know, in between corners and that they just there's so much more go on it, you know. So uh-huh. no, it's definitely a brilliant engine in way these no in fairness. Yeah. And I know chatting to some of the other boys there yesterday, one thing about you know, that great uh, friendship between you all, you know, between the stages, you know, the banter's good and the crack's good. But once that clock starts ticking, you take no prisoners. And I would say it's the same for yourself. Oh, for sure. Now, once the, once the clock goes now, you, you don't be thinking, oh, much only as, as hard as you can go just. But uh, <laughs> no, it was a good old battle there. Now, yesterday, Desi and you, you, Jason Black there and um, Richard Moffat there was going very hard. He's about a baller, but... Um, a few other boys, but no, hey, it was, it was a great day's crack now, and the weather was good, and as, mm-hmm. as you say, it was good out banter, so no, uh, it was a good day out now, a good day in the office, I suppose. Yeah, that's for sure, that's for sure. And have you any plans now, or is it just rally by rally? No, we're planning, well, I'm going to the, the May Day rally now, it's on this Monday, so the bank holiday Monday, mm-hmm. just going up there for a run, and I think we're doing a wee rally in the north there, maybe the throne stages maybe, so Okay. Get that done now, and that'll probably be off send to Donegal, you know. hmm And what's the, the thinking behind Donegal? Go and go as hard as you can. Oh, uh-huh. as hard as we can for as long as we can and, <laughs> and see how it goes. But uh I have been Donegal, but I suppose it's getting that uh in between in between not going over the age and staying on the age at the same time, you know. So um no, that's the plan, looking forward to the year now. Uh, it was very good, hey, very good. Um, the middle loop, I, I made a bit of a mistake, put the wrong tyre on, and it didn't work out. Um, so the first three stages and the last two stages with uh, Damien Tours, it was brilliant. Tit for tat, nothing in it. Yeah. And you're enjoying this being back in the middle of that battle? Brilliant. That there, I went out and bore, I had to go out and bore on 13s, and I had Bill Steins in, and it just wasn't a thing. You know, uh-huh. we drove well, we had a good enough result, but. Um, um, Monday night, uh, we just or Tuesday sorry there we we decided to change. Um, we moved up onto the 15s and, and uh, put rigor suspension in it. I am just uh, the car's just just as real, like it's uh-huh. totally different. Like. And what is, what's that like compared to your you know your previous car, like, you know the 39 inch wheels? Is it you know is it day and night the difference in the two? It's it's um, well if I had had the 13s on rigor, it mightn't have been that bad. But the fact that I was on Bill Sainz and 13s and straight on the 15s and Bill and Rigor and that, uh-huh. it is day and night. It's like getting out of a Honda Civic and getting into an Audi A6. It's real comfort. It's real, uh, gives you good confidence. Like, you know, it, 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 just, it, feels, it just feels lovely. Like, yeah. so, when are you hoping to go out next day or is it just a dream to come, to come here today? Listen, our plan was to try and be out from on. Like, I'm building that car 14 years. Like, and, and there's days I walk into the shed and it's just sick enough and added and so put the push on and um, put the push on there last year got it painted up and, and uh, got it 
got it finished off and then bought a load of bits there just at Christmas and then we took at it so our plan was to come out for on and then end the put on pushed one load of board so that put three weeks in that was three weeks ahead of this so it put a lot of pressure on me but we got it out for bore and uh, we had our issues in beforehand too we weren't going to the very 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 last minute it was two o'clock Saturday morning before we said we'd go but glad we went because with plenty of Plenty of mistakes and plenty of silly stuff, and right. even making notes and, and all that. So it's, it's all moved on since the last time you were out. It's all moved it. on, and, uh -huh. and, and, and it was a good fast rally and that. So you know uh, we were rusty and have been out, but um, now we just said this week now we, we pushed on and moved up on 15s. And, um, yeah, it all worked out well. Like in fairness, yeah. That was great to hear um, from Damien Turish and Desi Keenan, and it was lovely that you caught up with them at the end of the rally. They had such a close battle. Um, like it really was and you have to wonder but for a, a poor tyre choice yeah. you know that have been at the finish like as it was they, they, they there was only nine seconds separated the two of them and as uh, so it really was a great battle yeah like it was a hair's breadth between them up to that really you know so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it, was, it was well fought and it was good to follow as well yeah. another event that was on last weekend was the first round of the British Rally Championship the Corbo uh, seats stages um, so that was a closed road event um, taking place on asphalt. It was about 85 kilometers. So, you know, short enough, not the longest. Mm -hmm. I mean, the stages were kind of in around five, six miles. So there weren't really long stages either, um, but it seemed to go really well. And it was certainly good to see the BRC getting kicked off, you know, and, and, and on a proper footing. It's been quite quiet in the build up to it. There hasn't been that much hype on this mm -hmm. side of the anyway. Yeah. And great, you know, from uh, the Irish competitor's point of view, once again, you know, Nola Sullivan taking the one there with Ocean Price, uh, Keith Cronin and Mikey Galvin, a fantastic second place. Uh, also, we can't forget then the, the JB, uh, junior British rally guys, Eamon Kelly and Conor Moken there uh, taking second in that and, and only just like two or three seconds back. And a fantastic sixth overall, Kyle White and Sean Topping in the new 208. And third, again, like I think they're only four or five behind Eamon. And Johnny Milholland, another strong result for them. And Kyle McBride and Kenny Bustard, you know, he took the academy one and I think sixth overall. I'm right in the, you know, in the junior category as well. Like, so all in all, brilliant, brilliant weekend for our guys. But it was, it was very good. And again, you know, that battle between Ashim Price and uh, Keith Cronin, another two polos. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely we should be sponsored by Volkswagen the amount of times we mentioned polos as that <laughs> since the season's kicked off, you know. <laughs> exactly, well, and, and that was a close one too. Like literally, you know, Keith is on it from the get go, and uh -huh. eleven out of fourteen, uh, Ashley and Price had been nibbling away and finally got ahead. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you call it? Of Keith and Mikey. Um, we, I caught up earlier with Mikey just to get his reflection on the rally and, and to, you know, give us a bit of a rundown on, on how the event went for him. The event was actually fantastic. You know, it's the it's the first good run we've had in quite a while, actually. Um, we took a bit of a sabbatical from kind of we did. Well, we see won the championship in 2017. We did half of 2018 and kind of fell apart. So then we've been we've been off really until the start of last year. Uh, last year was great. It was kind of, you know a whole new whole new camp, new new tire, new everything. Um, so you know some of the results were okay, 
but we'd maybe hope for better on, on others. But uh, yeah, so this weekend was the first first proper good result um, in quite a while, actually. And it was fantastic, yeah. And you were out in the, the Polo R5. How, how are you finding settling into the Polo? Uh, really, really good. Really, really good. We did uh, the burst stages a couple of weeks ago there, and that went great until... Until we broke a shaft and that was it. We broke the prop shaft, so that put an end to that quite quickly. But it was going fantastic up to that. Again, we were second and yeah, everything was going great. It was great. We hadn't been on dry tarmac since uh, Ypres in 2018 in the Hyundai. That was the last time we actually drove a car on dry tarmac um, because, you know, dry tarmac is different than anything else. It's just the speed is, is unbelievable in those cars and the commitment. So just trying to find, you know, that speed again. And we seem to be, be getting up to scratch, yeah. And uh, we carried on to this weekend and it went great. Yeah, we um, we were just pipped at the end, but uh, we couldn't do a whole lot more about that. So we just, you know, settled into second and took that. But we're we're happy with that that result, to be honest. Yeah, it was very close at the end. I think it was only 5.4 <clears throat> between yourself and Oshin Price. Yeah, yeah, 5.4. So uh, it's one of my best friends in that car, Noel. So, uh it's uh, it's not bad going when you when you get to be on the podium spraying champagne with a with a buddy of yours you, you know that you've been in school with since you were since you were five years old so yeah even that there is quite a moment there um so it was enjoyable yeah and the stages they're, they're asphalt stages but they're very short very fast little stages do you think if they'd been longer would that have helped you more with with the pole or you know, I mean obviously Ashley Price was in the polo as well so it was a fairly evenly matched competition there towards the end of it it was it was yeah which was which was fantastic um but yeah the longest stage was inside six miles so uh, it yeah it, it it was even you know trying to find that rhythm um you know, some of the shorter ones they were you know down to two and a half miles so you know you go in and the minute you get a rhythm you're you're going through the red boards um would it have made a difference maybe maybe but uh it is it is what it is um we'll have to rattle on and have a go to Jim Clark which would be something new for me that's it and the Jim Clark's coming up at the end of May um and again another asphalt round or closed road mm. event so you know how do you fancy your chances there longer stages Longer stages, bigger, bigger rally all around. Um, I suppose the one thing we have going for us is uh, Keith has a lot of experience in that rally. He's actually won that rally before and um, he's been on the podium a couple of more times. Uh, I have no experience in that rally. I would have only watched that rally on RPM as a kid. Um, but no, looking forward to it, looking forward to see what it's, what it's all about because it is, it is one of the legendary rallies to Jim Clark, you know. Yeah, no, hopefully now all goes well for yourself. And then just the, the, the BRC, the British Rally Championship in general, you know, is there a preference there for the asphalt rounds over the forestry rounds? Or do you, you know, do both of you feel fairly comfortable on, on either surface? Uh, well, Keith, Keith um, obviously, you know, has won quite a few. So he, he's, he's comfortable on both, both surfaces. Um, uh, I was always used to tarmac here at home, but when I went, went, to the UK and, and on the gravel and stuff. I'd only ever done one one gravel event here until I went to the UK in 2016 and did one one round that year. Um, like it's amazing. I, I love I love the gravel. It's so so fast and it's just hard to believe what those cars are capable of when you're moving constantly moving. It's just unreal. Um, we haven't had so much luck on the gravel um, in the last year or so, but hopefully this year we we have a better shot at it. Um, Hancock are developing. They have developed a new gravel tire, so we'll see what that's about when we get to the first gravel round. And then, obviously, as we said, Jim Clark is, is tarmac. Um, will you be getting a chance to get some 
practice in before then? Is there any events planned before Jim Clark or, or is it it until the end of May? Uh, should be it. Maybe maybe a test. Maybe not. But uh, no, no plans to do any events between here and Jim Clark. No. Um, it'll probably come quick. You know, it's a month out. But, you know, these rallies, they come in hot and heavy. So by the time you know what you're at, you're, you're you know, it's time to get going again. Um, but hopefully a test. Hopefully a test would be good. Okay. And speaking of events, uh, a home event coming up this weekend. Lakes, uh, <clears throat> will you be spectating? Will you be on Malls Gap or what's the plan? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. The uh, got my phone. It's always, you know, this time of year, this this time of this week, you, you get all the messages in. Oh, are you around for this? Can you do this? Do you know anybody to do this? Uh, so I was in work today for the first time in two and a half weeks, and I was like, oh my god, I I just can't be taking any more days off work to be doing any more rallies. Um. But yeah, no, I'm going to try and spectate for sure. Yeah, I always, always love this weekend. Um, I've only, I've only been lucky here a couple of times, really. I haven't had much luck in Clarny as, as a competitor. But uh, no, I love to go watch it. A couple of buddies and go out there and watch the guys, you know. Yeah, Mikey, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, Kevin, myself, and Adam, we always do our predictions uh, for for the you know the events that we're talking about. And just curious, you know, yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot here with regard to who do you think would be. Uh, you know, most likely to, to come out on top in Killarney this weekend? Uh, so thinking back, it's been, you know, the rally's been gone for a couple of years. Uh, the one name that stands out as of now, that was really quick. Um, the last time it ran was Callum Devine was really, really quick. He was really, really quick. Um, uh, yeah, after the circuit, it could be a controversial enough question. You know, uh, those three guys there, Josh, Alistair, and and Callum are going to go really really well. Uh, Dizzy had a really really good run uh, two weeks ago as well. Uh, you know, if, I think there's a lot of new people. Cahan's another man getting really really fast. He's getting really really fast. So yeah, there's I think there's six or seven guys there that could really really go well. Yeah. You know, it's great now that the cars are so even and there's guys really really coming up the pace really strong. Um, so it's a hard call. Um, if I was to say one name, I'm gonna put it on Callum maybe. Mm. Yeah, he, he certainly seemed to take to the polo very quickly in the, in the circuit. So um, yes, uh, could be very interesting to watch. Uh, polo seems to be yeah seems to be the machine at the moment. Yeah, I enjoyed catching up with Mikey. It's always great to chat to, and uh, not only just to find out how himself and Keith get on, but also to get his thoughts on the upcoming Rally of the Lakes. And Kevin, you also caught up with Colin O'Donoghue, and the first question you asked him was, was he feeling comfortable heading into Killarney? Yeah, I suppose like. It was a strange period with COVID and stuff, you know, so we decided last minute we'd probably go to Belgium as something different. I suppose it was the first really rally on the calendar that was available to us. Mm-hmm. It was a strong Irish field that went out, you know, so, um, yeah, it was uh, it was an um, interesting event, you know. It was nice to do something abroad and stuff, you know, so, um, yeah, like, Look, a European event, you know, was was an escort challenge and stuff, you know, so it was narrowed, the field was narrowed down a small bit, like, you know. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a challenge, as in what I suppose uh, car was uh, was getting rebuilt at the, at the time. Um, then we went to, it was uh, a race to get on the boat, you know, we had a test, we missed the, the shakedowns uh, over over in Belgium because of uh, getting late on the boat, you know. But um, 
then we went to yeah, it was our first time writing notes over there and stuff, you know. So uh, I carried that on through the through the last couple of events as well. So mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to get to grips with that a small bit more, you know. Yes. Um yeah, all in all it was a good event. Uh worked out in our favour, thank God. Um then we struck on for 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 Benna in the in the escort again and and his starts. Unfortunately we had a clutch clutch issues on both mm-hmm. so early in the event. Um, you know, the, the two wheel drives, you know, but uh, we didn't make the finish. Kevin pipped us in the last stage. Um, so, uh, look, we know the speed was there going into Clarny. Yes. But, um, yeah, it was unfortunate. It was not, it would have been nice when to get under the belt. My father won in 2007. So, there was the kind of, uh, he won an outright in 2007. But, yeah. uh, look, these things happened, you know, that's right. Eh? Yes, that's the joy of it. <laughs> yeah. Look near, like, I was speaking to Kevin after the event. He was like, times were there. We were nipping tuck all day. Unfortunately, Rob pulled out. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a good battle up, up until uh, the middle loop, at least. And, and um, yeah, just didn't work out in our favour. And I suppose, look, that's the way it goes, really, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And you've a, you've a change in machinery now this weekend. Yeah, uh, it was kind of last minute dot com again as usual. Uh, so we're we're decided to go on the BMW. No, it's the S card is hired out. JDK has the S card hired out this weekend. That'll be a priority, you know. So we were kind of left on the sideline, and I spoke to Dad about it, and. He wasn't really too pushed on it and he was looking for a co-driver and we said, yeah, if we want to go away, we can go away. But it kind of suits me in the long run, Kevin, like we're, we're, we're planning um, building my own car now at the end of the year, you know, so that car is running 18-inch wheels. So I kind of wanted to see what way that would work if I wanted to go down that route for the escort. So it'll kind of um, fill that gap if I want to go down that route, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be different. Yeah. Yeah. and you know it's always good to see something different out on the stages as well that, you know so there's that side of it it's always nice to see as well yeah but like a lot of people have said it to me before it sounds it sounds different compared to yeah. your voxels and your millingtons and stuff you know mm-hmm. so yeah. what does that bring you know, so. that's for sure that's for sure and then you know looking forward to clarinet you know they've changed the route round on saturday it's not just the normal stages that you know that probably evens out the playing field for everybody. You know, it doesn't favour the ones that's done the rally, you know, seven, eight times, or, you know, the guy going there to do it the first time. So that's a positive for everybody. Yeah, I suppose, like, we, we did it, we did um, a day's recce there on Sunday. Um, they are, they are, they are different to, from, they have been run before, but in different variations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they are, they're real driver stages, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so it would be definitely a level playing field. It's a nice bit of a change than going into models straight away on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Although every time you're thinking about gearing up for the event, you think you're heading for models, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's kind of it kind of messes with your brain as well. But ah, uh, look, yeah, it's it, it's nice uh, change it up um, a bit. I spoke with Darren, the COC. And uh, he, he he said it was uh, it was one of the main factors of the event, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, uh, looking forward to know um, 
Courtney again, or sorry, um, Kilcommon is first, a variation of it, Bernard and Gurton again for the Dimitri done twice, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to be uh, it's interesting, you know. Yes, and then you know, the classic then on Sunday of Malls, Ardbroom, and all on Sunday, uh, you know, that's a whole other rally again, then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's uh, you Malls Gap Block Beam uh, done twice, I think, and then uh, you've uh, Car Lake and Shannara then, right? So I suppose the pick of the, out of them for myself would be uh, Gurton again on Saturday evening and uh, Shannard in is what would be my two favourite stages, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'd be looking. Hopefully we'll get a crack in it and, it, and it'll be dry in it. Yes, that's what, and, you know, hopefully the weather forecast looking good for the weekend. So, like, you know, dry, hot, tar, you know, and, yeah. and then cars, it's, it's going to be some spectacle. Yeah, well, I suppose, look, you're, you're fighting against the best of the best. You've Rob and Kevin, James Stafford, Gary. So there's, there's a serious line up there, do you know? So um, there will be nip and tuck from the word go. Yes. With mm-hmm. a couple of digs thrown into the start line. So <laughs> you have to have a bit of a vent there. Yes. And are, are you looking forward to that? You know, you, you know you've missed it out all year. I'm sure you've been watching it online and one thing or another, but I would say you're just itching to get involved in it all. Yeah, I, like... It's nice to it's nice to be back in the groove again. Uh, I suppose it's hard to miss the home event, you know. But yeah, yeah I was down in West Cork and it was I was totally pulling my hair out, picking watching the boys, you know. <laughs> uh, so, you know I was yeah. I spoke to a lot of the boys after the event and kind of got the urge again to go, you know. So um, yes. we planned to go to Man and it didn't work out. We didn't even bother putting in an entry, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to get. Uh, refresh for, for, for this weekend, you know, but uh, one thing led to another and um, we said it would just concentrate on clarity, you know. Good enough, good enough. And, you know, being a local man, does that bring added pressures then on Saturday morning? Yeah, I suppose, like, you have, you, you like, trying trying to be top local driver if possible. Um, and it's the side of it, trying to, trying to, um, get a good result and most exposure for the, for the sponsors, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, look, we're trying to do our best as, as usual. We'll, we'll fight from the word go. Um, if we're not first or last, you know, that kind of way. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and we'll then, try, try to take that approach for every event, you know? So, perfect. And then, you know, uh, Clarny, is it get Clarny over and done with or is there any plans then for the rest of the year? Um, yeah, yeah, well, I hope to go back to Belgium again. It's kind of a, I, we kind of agreed to just do, have a bit of an off year this year because of, of trying to do a couple of priorities and stuff. And we're trying to get that, that care built for next year. But mm-hmm. I'm in no major panic, you know, really, Kevin. Um, Donegal was in the head uh, at the start of the year. But it's just, or it's, it does, does a lot on with work commitments and at home and, Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I might, might as well just concentrate in the car and have a fresh start next year. Hopefully, all going well. So, next round of the Termite Championship, clearly this weekend. Um, you know, you can, you know, the two guys there, locals, you can just, you know, the anticipation's building. And with all the top runners and riders there, once again, that's going to be another fascinating battle. Uh, Kevin, setting up to be another classic. De- genuinely is like it's a great entry list. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, the usual stages we all know. And, you know, coming off the back of the circuit, you know, you know, Josh Allister, Divine as well, you know, there's a hell of a battle to be had there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it's great to see, you know, we keep harping on about this, but like the Irish Valley is in such a good place at the moment. Uh, you know, if this good weather keeps up, it's, you know, warm, dry tar, those classic stages. Uh, once again, it's got all the ingredients just to be a classic. It does, definitely does. And, you know, not just at the top of the field either. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's little battles there all, you know, throughout the entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, both, you know, between the R5s as well as the, the modifieds as well. I think, you know, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very hard to, to when we get to the point of doing predictions. <laughs> yeah. It never is easy, but no. I think for this one, it's definitely going to be trickier. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, as you mentioned there, the modifies, you know, we have the, you know, the Rally 4, Rally, you know, R2 guys. Now there's quite a few of them. Even down to all the classes there, you know, there's going to be some epic battles. Um, you know, it's just, ah, I can't wait to watch it all online, you know, between them and getting the results as they come in. It's, it's going to be bloody brilliant just to watch in anticipation now for Saturday morning and then Sunday morning, like half seven Sunday morning up the gap. Oh, my goodness, you know, what a wake up call. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I would say there won't be much sleep had the night before by the competitors because uh, mm-hmm. I would say the nerves will be there, you know, as who's mm-hmm. going to be the start of the blocks on, on, on Sunday morning. Yeah, never mind them. I'll hardly sleep either. <laughs> but, so, we, you know, we've got this great reputation for our great uh, predictions. <laughs> uh, we should look back last week, I suppose, at them, first of all. Um, you have them there, Connor, have you? I do, indeed. Mm-hmm. Paper, so... we go. <laughs> exactly. So, um, right, for WRC Croatia, Adam had... Uh, predicted win by Craig Breen with uh, Elvin Evans in second and Thierry Neville third so mm-hmm. he got out of three with yeah. Neville mm-hmm. Evan you had opted for Breen as well to win Callie Grundle in second and Callie uh, Rovan Perra <laughs> there you go showing my age <laughs> showing my age uh, yeah Callie Rovan Perra and uh, Thierry Neville in third so again mm-hmm. you're not out of uh, three there, yes. And again, I've gone for Rovin Power for the win. Hooray! <laughs> Breen second and Evans third, so completely wrong on <laughs> the other two. Yeah, but you got the winner. <laughs> yes. And then for Monaghan, what was our thoughts on that? For Monaghan, Adam had gone for Josh, Sam, and Robert Barable. Close. Kevin, you'd gone for Josh, Sam, and. Uh, the boy, I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'd pick Sam, Josh, and Darren Gass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Close. <laughs> close. We're, 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 we're inching yeah, yes. closer. I don't think we've got any of them on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> exactly. So, um, ahead of this weekend, Adam was unable to join us this week. So, he's thinking Fisher, Devine, and Moffat. And he's predicting then in the modified, then he's going Dublin. What's your thinking on it then? Mm, my thinking. Um, let me just call up the entry list to have a quick. Um, to be honest, you know what? I'm of the opinion Divine's time has to come. You know, second run out in the polo. Hopefully, all the little issues are ironed out. 
I think he's going to be on it from the, the get-go as he usually is. So to me, I'm going to go for Divine. Mm-hmm. Second, mm, hard to put past Josh Moffat. Mm-hmm. And Fisher then in third. That would be my take. Um, okay. With regard to the modifieds, the, the, the rear-wheel drives, oh, I don't know. I'm going to go throw some money on James Stafford. Maybe, yeah, I think I'd go for James Stafford for this and the Darien. Right. Okay. And then my thinking is on it is divine. I kind of have the same opinion you. Like he was magical the last time, 2019, up the gap, um, beat Craig Breen. Um, so, you know, I do think divine with a, a, a good one behind him should be hard to beat. I'm going to go that Fisher Moffat battle resuming again. Um, I think Josh is going to be a bit of fire in his belly. And Put him in second, Alistair third, I think. <laughs> and then in the modified, I'm going, to, I'm going to follow you, Stafford. I think the Darien is going to be right at home in them stages. And yeah. I think Especially if the conditions are good as well. Yeah. The weather is fair. Yeah. yeah. I dry, dry car, though. The Darien is going to be hard to, to live with, you know. Uh, don't get me wrong, it'd be fantastic to see like uh, the likes of Rob Duggan or Colin Donahue or some of the, you know, Kevin Eve, some of them old guys. Give them a good fight, but I just think the Darian's just going to have that wee extra age. So, so anyway, I suppose tune in next week to see how badly we're on <laughs> once again. <laughs> see who's, who's rally we've jinxed. We've uh, <laughs> put the victory on this week. <laughs> so, uh, please uh, like, share, uh, subscribe, uh, all those things, or just leave us a review, whatever. We all gratefully appreciate it. Uh, until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye. Oh, <laughs> my